Sairam. We now bring you an episode of our series Fleeting Moments, Lasting Memories. Today we have Mr. Sai Shravan Cherukuri, a former student of the Sri Satisai Institute of Higher Learning and presently based in the United States of America. This was recorded in the studios of the Sri Satisai Media Center in April 2022. We now bring you the first part of this conversation. Saram dear listeners and welcome to Fleeting Moments Lasting Memories our series of conversations with former students of Bhagwan's educational institutions Today is April 27th 2022 the Aradhana Mahotsavam in Prashantanilayam concluded 2 days ago and it was very heartening to see the Sai Kurunth Hall overflowing with people from all over india and people from abroad to people longing to be in cycle one hall people longing to be at bhagwan sanidhi and we had so many former students of bhagwan's institutions too who had come to prashant nilayam of course all the students of the three campuses were here and they offered their gratitude to bhagwan and now with prashanti every day open to devotees you see the cyclewont hall vibrant with pining hearts and we did not want to miss this opportunity of speaking to so many people who were in prashantanilayam and who continue to be here after aradhana mahotsavam and one such devotee bhagwan has sent to the studios today a former student Brother Sai Shravan Cherukuri, he has come from the U.S. He has worked at leading IT companies in India, and later when he moved to the U.S., uh, currently he works as a federal consultant in the health and human services area. Earlier he worked as a consultant in the World Bank in Washington D.C. And Brother Sai Shravan has been very deeply involved serving the organization in uh, very important capacities. currently he is the secretary to the shri satyasai global council foundation and the zonal media chair for the zone 1 of shri satyasai global council for brother sai shravan this is really a great opportunity from bhagwan because he is someone who came to bhagwan very early in his life in fact his parents settled in parthi way back in the 60s so he has seen that prashanti of the 60s and he became a student in the 80s but uh, prior to that also he has visited prashantanilayam and he is someone who has experienced the prashanti of the 80s he has seen the sands he has seen those uh, beautiful crimson darshans early in the morning and in the evening the darshans when bhagwan glided on the golden sands with the palm trees instead of the cycle one hall in the darshan area so someone who has uh, filled himself soaked himself with uh, bhagwan's darshan sparshan and sambhashan at a time when very few people and very few students had the opportunity and bhagwan has guided his life in so many ways he never thought that he would one day be in the us and be doing serving 
in the government. He actually did his bachelor's in commerce in uh, Brindavan campus, in which he completed in 1988, and then he moved on to the Prashanthiram campus where he did his master's in commerce uh, in 1991. And after that, he did his ICWA, Certified Cost Accountant. Uh, he became a Certified Cost Accountant from Hyderabad, India. And Bhagwan, after that, steered his life in a direction. such that he went on to do his masters in software engineering from carnegie mellon institute in pittsburgh pennsylvania so he had no clue that from commerce he would be moving to software from india he would be moving to washington dc and today will have this opportunity to serve the organization in uh, so many capacities that bhagwan has given him and someone who is also very passionate about uh, learning vedam and teaching vedam he has always been involved in helping others chant vedam understand the significance of vedam and uh, someone who also loves to uh, train little ones he has two children and both of them uh, are so much into bhagwan's fold and they love to chant vedam one of them studies in bhagwan's institution here so it's really a very very heartening uh, brother saishravan to have you in the studios of shri satyasai media center i know my introduction was very brief but i cannot take more time you would want to hear from you so tell us uh, about those days when you experienced bhagwan along with your parents how your parents came to swami and what are your memories of seeing swami as a little one along with your parents absolutely brother at the outset uh, let me offer my pranams at uh, bhagwan's lotus feet and also express my joy and uh, thanks to radio side team for giving me this opportunity to share some of my experiences with bhagwan thank you brother prusti for an elaborate uh, intro but again like i said uh, my humble pranams at swami's feet and thank the radio side team so having said that you know swami has entered into our family even before i was born so which is something i feel a very unique uh, blessing because i know nothing i only know swami nobody mm-hmm. else in my life so the way my parents uh, the way swami has entered my parents life is uh, very interesting going back uh, in uh, mid 60s my father was working in an organization called bhl bharat heavy electricals oh. limited yes. in hyderabad division in india So at one stage, uh, Bhagwan uh, was uh, coming to that uh, factory, BHL premises, to inaugurate a section, a machinery section. So as you know, there was a tradition whenever there is a dignitary coming visiting that uh, campus, the employees were asked to stand on either side of the road and greet the dignitary. Here, my father little he knew that uh, he knew that Swami was. you know a god and he becomes uh, the guide for him for rest of his life he did not realize that so he was standing on the on side of the road where all the employees were staff members were asked to stand on either side and welcome bhagwan as he comes for most of them they don't know who is satyasai baba but they know he is uh, a invitee or a guest to that uh, building to inaugurate it so as swami's car passed where my father was standing it went past and came back again and swami rolled down the windshield on the rear side and uh, he looked at my father and told puttaparthi kira oh wow so come to puttaparthi directly from bhagwan bhagwan 
So that was a big thing because my father had no clue what puttavarti was. That was the first time he was listening to that word puttavarti. And unlike today, there was no internet facility for him to go back and <laughs> search Google <laughs> and put the word puttavarti and get the whole nine yards of information. <laughs> that was not uh, the scene. So it <laughs> took for him almost like uh, three or four months to get to somebody who can share that information. And that's when I think again with Swami's grace, he had uh, got the information of Mr. Ramanarav. And uh, later on, it was, uh, you know, a journey that uh, they all uh, began towards Swami. But coming back to this, so he did, my father did his research uh, to find out where this uh, village Puttaparthi is and the place and Sai Baba and all those uh, things. It took uh, almost a long time. I don't know how long, maybe close to an year or so. Finally, he had come to Puttaparthi. But the moment Swami said that, he definitely wanted to do it. He yes. didn't have two thoughts about it. No thoughts. Even though he had no idea, not only about Puttaparthi or about Bhagwan, right? Right, right. So that, there was something that pulled him. Absolutely. When he saw Swami, that, you know, that kind of uh, magnetic attraction mm. happened. That is, you know, mm. it is very hard to explain. But he has no questions about it. Like, you know, he wanted to go. He wanted to see what uh, Puttaparthi is and who Sai Baba is. Though he had the first darshan, I think mm. Swami has that magic wand with him. <laughs> he pulled him. He mm. The unseen uh, rope yes. that he had tied around him and mm. pulled him to Puttaparthi. So, when he came to Puttaparthi, this interaction with Swami was uh, very unique and very lovingly he welcomed. First time uh, he had come by himself. Uh, that time, I was not born yet and I have one older brother. My mom was, uh, my mother was raising him up mm. there. Uh, my father came to Puttaparthi and Swami's leelas are so many that he got stuck with Swami, that he has not looked back from then onwards. Oh, so, yeah. he went back okay. after some time Swami asked to go back. Okay. Then uh, he went back to Hyderabad because unless until he works, we, he can't feed us. So, mm. there is always uh, that thing. Though he came back to Hyderabad, his heart is always uh, mm. in mm. Puttavarthi. And uh, somehow he kind of uh, got in touch with uh, Mr. Ramnarav. Mm. And uh, they all used to come as a group. So okay. he used to tag on with uh, them to and serve. come to, to serve Swami. Yes. To Mr. serve Swami. Rao was among the foremost <laughs> Sevadals Sevadal. of the Satya organization. Someone who really started the Sevadal movement. Correct. Exactly. Yes. So when they came the first time with the group, uh, that's when Swami has uh, started this uh, Sevadal group. Yes. And that was the first batch Swami was... So uh, she was he was part of that? Yes. Oh, wow. And Swami gifted the scarf, the orange color scarf and the mm. dollar, mm. which has the Sarvadharma Correct. emblem. I still cherish that. The wow, scarf. Oh, you have it. <laughs> yes, the scarf and the dollar that Swami gave to each of the Sevadal. Mm. And he went to the extent of, it seems he put the scarf, Swami himself put the scarf around the uh, shoulders and he taught them how to put the pin so that the scarf is intact. Like, mm. you know, he put the scarf mm. and while putting the pin, he made sure that pin goes through the shirt so that yes. the scarf is intact. Can you imagine that kind <laughs> of minute, mm. uh, you know, he's uh, the man of perfection. So, yes, yes. that kind of uh, thing. That's when they started this Anantpur campus construction in, I uh, think, 67 yes. or 68, yes, around correct. that. Yeah. And the beauty here, the journey actually started, the sweetness of Bhagwan mm. started flowing and my father started enjoying. It seems Swami, sometimes he goes, he leaves 
Puttaparthi around 5 a.m. in the morning. Mm. He goes to Anantapur yes. and he will spend the whole day with day. this yes. group of Sevadal who were mm. working there. Yes. And in the evening, Swami used to come back and sometimes uh, the Sevadal, they go in a matador, that eight-seater van, and they follow Swami's car. And halfway through, in some days, Swami used to stop the car and get into the matador. Oh, okay. And they used to sing bhajans and a lot of uh, miracles that time. One short miracle there is, Swami says, You know, You used to say, Then uh, he'll ask uh, the car driver and the matador to face mm. each other mm. and turn the lights on. And they will sit there. Mm. And Swami, many occasions he asked my father to go get something from the trunk of the car. My father says, Swami, mm. there's nothing there. There's no. nothing there. I mean, Swami was saying it is already 8 o'clock and you may not have anything to eat once you return now. That is mm. correct. So, Swami, go and bring it. Like, mm. you go and fetch that something. Mm. So, when he opens the trunk of that mm. car, to his surprise, he sees hot uh, tamarind rice once. Oh. <laughs> Only, and then he brings that and Swami used to serve with his own uh, oh, hands. Own palms, wow. And mm. all these people have no plates, nothing. In their palms, oh. it used to… Oh, from Swami's palm to their palm. Their palm. <laughs> oh, and wow. they used to eat uh, oh, wow. partake that prasadam. Wow. Very hot, mm. meaning not spicy hot, but it is yes. like uh, fresh from the stove kind yes. of uh, thing. Yeah. Done, right? And Swami says again… Ah, Saripodu, meaning it's not enough. Go and bring something open. Oh. Swami, there's only one tamarind box. I got it out. With a lot of resistance, my father goes because he is sure there's nothing mm. <laughs> there. Once he opens, he sees hot Mysore Pak, that's sweet. Oh, wow. Then mm. Swami serves that and their uh, prasadam is done and they come back. So, they go back and forth. So, they stay here for uh, three or four weeks or so. Then by then, my mom was on her family way and uh, I was uh, blessed. Swami blessed uh, them with the second baby, that was me. Then during those times, like I said, my father used to visit Puttaparthi quite a bit with this uh, group of Sevadal. And uh, as days uh, unfolded, my mom is uh, raising two children now, my older brother and me. For some reason, my mom was uh, very uncomfortable and not happy raising me for various reasons. And she was uh, getting to the point where she's not able to run the family in my dad's, uh, my father's absence. Mm -hmm. She was getting very frustrated. And uh, my dad, when he comes back from Puttaparthi, he used to tell all the Leelas that uh, he enjoyed with Swami. And my mom is telling her, look, this is getting really tough. Why don't you tell Sai Baba if you feel that he's got the issues that uh, we are having at home? My father refused to tell uh, to mm -hmm. Swami. He said, Swami Bhagavantudu, mm -hmm. he is God, he knows everything. I don't want to tell any of our uh, family issues and you know put those things on uh, Swami's plate. Mm -hmm. So, he was very clear. But my mom was uh, not happy with that. And uh, in one such uh, trip to Anantpur, Swami called my father aside uh, and he told, hey, look, uh, Subharao, why don't you bring your family because your wife is... Uh, I know, giving all sorts of uh, things in the puja room, I can't take it any longer. Oh, oh someone said that. Oh. <laughs> oh. So, it's time to bring them. Oh, wow. So, till then, uh, they have not visited. So, See, mom never came until then. Yes, until then. Correct. Mm -hmm. It's only my father used to visit. 
the back then again coming with children is a big project by itself uh, uh, yeah. and we the kind of infrastructure is you know unknown here for them Correct. they don't know how to manage to little children yeah. but anyways you know that's the beauty right allow my uncertainty swami mm. says and uh, with that passion to meet swami to see him all this will vanish it's a life application for us you know everybody has their own set of challenges to deal but when we bring swami into that equation it neutralizes everything that is something which i have felt uh, through and through in my life uh, but in this case my mom came and uh, with expectation right and swami says niko appointment unde disappointment compulsory meaning he says when you have an appointment yes. be sure to be disappointed so that is very well it was so clear for my mom she came with an expectation and the beauty here is swami has completely ignored my father as if he has not existed oh he never spoke to him my mom was telling hey look uh, you know you told sai you know sai baba so well he talks to you he does so many miracles now he is not even talking to you what are you saying all this while so my father was in a dilemma he didn't know what to do so he told wait uh, you know he will speak so he took like 3 4 days and uh, my 3 4 days swami did not speak never and uh, on a day to day basis taking care of two children sitting underneath a tree and uh, cooking the food and partaking that was throwing lot of challenges for my mom she told okay it's a done deal we are not going to get anything here let's go back to hyderabad oh she was ready to go back and those days swami used to on the mandir during uh, 11 o'clock i think for uh, you know the lunch time he used to go from one end Correct. of the building to the other end yes and uh, go back after the west to east east west mm. to east east to west yes, yes. and that was the time where a lot of people used to stand for darshan Correct. and uh, they of course nobody would want to miss that opportunity under one such occasion when my father was standing there from the balcony on top he told esubarao repra oh swami said swami said Mm-hmm. So it was loud and clear my mom heard that so that you oh. know on the lady's side my mom also saw that and uh, see then my dad told he see look he is calling us tomorrow they went inside the following day in the interview room when my mom uh, and we went i was sleeping on uh, my mom's shoulder so swami as usual he spoke uh, there were other devotees along uh, with my parents and me Swami spoke all the spiritual uh, topics and other topics for close to 45 minutes it seems or one mm. hour around that time after that he told manchidi aipoyindi meer vellandi meaning mm. it's done mm. Uh, mm. you all can leave so my mom was very disappointed they were coming back my father was the last person to step out of the interview room at that point swami was right behind him he tapped on the shoulder subara vikadra meaning come back can mm. come here So my mother also noticed that she also entered. Now Swami went and sat back on his chairs, and my father got the spot right in front of him. My mother was sitting next to him, and the devotees who went back from the interview room they also came back, and Swami closed the door. Again, Swami started talking, mm-hmm. and talking and talking. Halfway mm-hmm. through, Swami, it seems he this is the you know experience that my mom narrates i have not mm. experienced i don't recall that but mm. this is the narration from my mom she says as long as you breathe don't forget swami i'll tell you why that statement even till this day she reminds me that statement never ever leave swami so as he was talking swami suddenly waved vibhuti created vibhuti 
and uh, he came i was sleeping on my mom's shoulder so he turned asked my mom to turn around and applied the vibhuti on my face mm-hmm. and on the back he applied the same with his divine hand he tapped on my back and he told uh, sai shravan sai shravan get up that's mm-hmm. when he gave me the name oh really uh, sai shravan mm-hmm. and he told get up get up so meaning get up i got up and swami was sitting uh, on his chair and uh, continued the discussion from where he left the conversation till then i was uh, sleeping on my mom's shoulder now i got up now my mom put me on her uh, lap as swami was talking my mom saw a lot of changes in me i was playing with the chains on her neck and i was pulling her uh, hair and all those things her joy knew no bounds mm-hmm. she was in tears of joy strolling down swami noticed that he was like nodding tripti gaunda meaning mm-hmm. are you happy kind of thing and in the conversation only my mother and swami they are aware what has happened my father has no clue he was sitting right next but he was seeing the entire thing and he knows something has happened but he can't figure what exactly has happened then swami asked my mom santosham meaning are you happy then he was telling the others in the room this boy vaadiki puttukato choopaledu meaning he is blind by birth with that he cleared brother that was a huge moment for my mom oh okay see so you were how many months old that time i think i was uh, less than a year or so okay the doctor who diagnosed has given this that you know mm. uh, this cannot be so your parents knew that you yes. not yes and not only that the second uh, birth defect i had was i did not have strength to my spinal cord i was uh-huh. always lying on the bed but with this they could see you know as days unfolded i could sit i could walk i could mm-hmm. run so that was a huge so give vision and strength vision and strength that was like uh, my mom i get goosebumps when i narrate this but my mom even till date she says if you are living if you are seeing everything the grandeur of swami around you it's because of him be ever grateful never ever leave him for a second always always bask in his glory always do whatever that uh, pleases him do not make any step that would cause a pain to him this was some life lessons my mom teaches even till date she always tells me that if he has not done that along with you even i have to suffer right mm. you know having a child uh, it's not easy that was a big big moment in our uh, lives brother there was a little test but after that uh, that taste of divine love that uh, your mother experienced was something that she could never forget all her life right right and uh, it so happened that my mother is more involved with swami than my father it's like you know after that <laughs> after that he was then she was uh, you know all into swami's organization seva of course the organization was unfolding correct slowly but now in the current uh, situation my mother serves in the south indian canteen on the ladies side either mm. serving tea or coffee or washing the utensils wow. that is the back end seva that mm. she has been uh, doing as till date this uh, even wow. when i'm staying here in puttaparthi either me or my brother will drop her off uh, at the canteen mm. because of her age sometimes she has challenges to walk mm. so i drop her in the morning and uh, after the seva she 
calls me and uh, you know one of us will go and pick her up so mm-hmm. that is another seva opportunity for us but yes. she would not leave uh, that seva she would not uh, miss that seva and she's been here in parthi for for many years i think over 20 plus years and on the same token my father uh, does seva in the junior boys hostel on the he takes care of the kitchen and the other logistics uh, there mm-hmm. which swami asked my parents to come to puttaparthi in spite of having uh, you know about uh, 15 to 20 years of government service my father took uh, voluntary retirement and he had uh, joined swami's uh, institution serving him uh, from then so in that way that their lifestyle i think like many of the sevadal uh, and you know those who serve swami they hardly see sunrise and sunset in the sense they're always into that and those days i don't know probably they would not have uh, had darshan uh, for a week or two yes uh, is always uh, into that service so that's one life turning uh, moment for uh, our family uh, brother mm-hmm. that is uh, and we used to come to puttaparthi regularly from there and for me those are the days uh, very I'm fond of certain uh, places in Puttaparthi the Chitravati we used to take uh, bath and come running to Prashantinilayam and put some uh, you know mat or the towel that we used for uh, reserving our spot and in, yes you know go back have breakfast and come back and Saigita was another uh, big uh, entertainment uh, for <laughs> us because yes. you know I've not really understood the love that she has for uh, Swami but just seeing Swami and Saigita together oh yeah it was like uh, Saigita comes running Swami goes to that Saigita and gives uh, apples or bananas I used to enjoy that uh, cherish that uh, the very sight looking at that Saigita itself was a big uh, excitement in me yes. back then yes. so those are some uh, very memorable uh, experiences with bhagwan wow and so it was natural that you wanted to become a student in bhagwan's uh, university correct so yes that was a desire uh, so what happened was before i joined uh, swami's institute in rundavan campus like i said we used to come every year like three four times my father used to bring us and i always had that inclination but prior to that behind ganesh uh, shed there was this uh, veda patasala where they teach uh, vedas my father used to put me there and uh, picked up a uh, few things there but that is a uh, little bit i realized that would become uh, you know a huge source of inspiration for the rest of the life uh, and then with swami's grace uh, joined uh, swami's college you know in the interim you know when swami named uh, me as uh, sai shravan swami went to the extent of writing my spelling on a piece of paper and gave it to my father okay telling that this is sai shravan s a i s r a v a n he told i want nine syllables don't oh. put a h in between he said oh wow when you go out all your friends will confuse you with the name but this is the name mm-hmm. and that's can you imagine the lord wow. of the universe mm-hmm. is coming to that uh, level and guiding us what a fortunate uh, mm-hmm. it's a great fortune to have mm-hmm. swami in our lives mm-hmm. and at that point of time the amount of realization i don't know how much i had but the fact that we come to puttaparthi to stay for 10 days eat you know go around no responsibility right as <laughs> no school that part i used to enjoy <laughs> so i had a number of uh, darshans yes so prior to becoming a student because then you have to conform to the rules <laughs> right of right the right, right now you're free <laughs> right right back then i think that was like you know 6th or 5th grade kind of thing but as 
you know regularly coming to the puttaparthi the college swami started uh, 80s or uh, yes. 82s i don't yeah. recall the year the parthi college campus. started in 79 the correct. university came in 80 exactly 81 yeah correct i was talking about the parthi yes. campus yes, yes of course the college in brindavan swami started a yeah. while ago uh, yeah, yeah that was in 69 itself right right yeah. right so looking at the students there is a strong desire in me that i should uh, you know become uh, a student in swami's uh, institute and that drew me a lot because i used to watch the students come in a line in a very systematic uh, way and you know have swami's darshan and what really motivated me was apart from the discipline that i noticed the interaction that swami used to have with students i used to always have that uh, intense desire i wish i could also be a part of that group and swami would talk to me that was a very strong desire and if you ask me do you have any plans what group you want to study or what is your career path nothing the <laughs> only focus and the only agenda in life i had then was somehow get into swami's institute no matter what group or what uh, yeah. major the subject is but yeah. just get into swami's uh, institute become a sai student that's all yes that's all and <laughs> what you study is immaterial <laughs> You know that's exactly you know brother it is very funny the subjects that i majored while i was uh, studying in swami's college here versus what i'm doing uh, currently <laughs> have no relation whatsoever <laughs> have absolutely no relation yes. but the days here taught you the biggest subjects of life which has helped you become what you have become absolutely i would uh, 100% agree with you swami has chiseled the character inside and uh, he uh, put the the right product uh, when it has to be uh, in the society you know studying in swami's college was just a pretext to yes. be closer to him yes. and he is the goldsmith yes. he is the you know master who would uh, carve out the best uh, image and he would carve out the best character mm. so that's i think you hit the mm. nail right mm. there so what are your those uh, cherishable moments of being a student in bhagwan's university and some of the things that you carried with you when you left the portals you never thought this is what would happen to you you had the dream of becoming a student and you lived that dream right and then you moved out of that dream also <laughs> right right so uh, how was this whole experience and what did it give you absolutely absolutely these are certain golden moments that i have experienced with swami and his huge life lesson i would say i will probably sprinkle few uh, sure. you know here and there so one very i would say uh, that is a very unique experience from i'll explain the uh, experience uh, then i will tell the life lesson i picked up there sure so this was just before a super specialty hospital was uh, i think that the hospital was uh, under construction correct and uh, you know as a part of this college course we had this awareness uh, as a subject for two credits i believe and as part of that i used to learn photography classes i forgot my instructor's name he used to teach i believe physics back then there was a lab in the institute like uh, you know where we it's like a dark room where we develop the films and uh, take the picture that was old yes. nowadays it's all like <laughs> digital right yeah. so i used to take random pictures outside the college like landscape mm. and i used to take pictures of the butterflies and mm. bees mm. what not so the tutor used to tell me give me the tips and uh, the tricks and tips for how to take uh, a picture how to be patient if you are taking a picture of a butterfly let's mm. say 
you got to be very steady mm. you to have exhibit lot of patience and all mm. those things so in the process we took pictures and uh, that uh, professor was very excited and uh, he told let's show it to swami mm-hmm. for us you know another opportunity <laughs> to go to swami right so mm-hmm. yes sir definitely we will uh, do so he had actually got them uh, printed like you know huge uh, pictures and when find we got uh, swami's uh, permission to bring all the pictures and we are about uh, uh, 10 boys i guess in that mm-hmm. photography class and the way we got all this many maybe like 20 25 uh, pictures of 4 by 6 i guess stacked like this and we have brought all the pictures stacked as a bundle and brought it to mandir and we are sitting and uh, swami told emadi one of the boy got up and told swami the photography class these are the product from a photography class etla chustamu means these are stacked right he mm. can't see so he told spread them on the mm. floor so on the veranda we are spreading all the pictures and is going over and he told such a wonderful pictures he said mm-hmm. in my heart i know what mm. <laughs> pictures are mm. he told these are the picture perfect mm. i want them to be in super specialty hospital he said oh he said that <laughs> he said oh. that if you go to super specialty even now on the walls there are some pictures you some can pictures. see my name oh, written so really? <laughs> <laughs> i made sure that the boys names are written on that oh wow and that pictures prasti if you go back to the hostel and see you say what these are the pictures <laughs> what a motivation what an encouragement for somebody who just learning photography and somebody who wants you to be a part of the huge mansion of love that he is just creating wow. right yeah. so he was so happy excited and he got that pictures right so after 2 3 days swami called uh, the boys some boys inside this is the beauty of swami right he told aim pictures ra how he said that <laughs> what what are these pictures atla kadra pictures theedam see how pictures like this yeah, yeah. outside a mother right mm. so in front of so many devotees the vips he told mm. look chudu ma pillalu first mm. class pictures they have taken, they have taken outstanding <laughs> pictures when the god says outstanding what is everybody yeah. will join the yes. boat right yes yeah <laughs> join then he gave the life lesson mm. what i understood he did not reprimand us in public so he safeguard our self respect then he motivated us we thought those are the best pictures <laughs> to be honest <laughs> but then he deflated our uh, mm. the whole thing inside mm. he told ave me picture ra then of course mm. he still has those pictures in super special <laughs> even till date oh, wow. it's you know put on the hallway nicely <laughs> yes. same when swami goes on the golf cart inside that mm. he will watch those pictures mm. and whoever whichever uh, you know guess that comes mm. he says ma pillalu teeseru he is very boss. proud very happy the and with his mother yeah as like uh, you know mother mm. that is something it struck me and that's exactly i picked up that life lesson at mm. work brother at work i have a huge team that i manage if i have to give my peace of mind to somebody i would not do it in open yes in the group i would uh, talk acknowledge but yes. i do discuss one on one in a closed doors so that you know i win their uh, love and that's the lesson that i picked up from uh, swami he did not uh, do anything in public so that is something a huge management lesson definitely to reprimand in private and praise in public and it is so important when you are dealing with uh, human resources and dealing with human resources is the most significant part in any organization <laughs> exactly 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 
the chunk of my time goes in dealing with uh, my team members yes. uh, you know interacting understanding their values their background because i'm in an organization where i have people from all backgrounds uh, so i need to understand i need to be very sensitive to their yes. uh, culture and their background their yes. outlook and these are uh, lessons i did not realize the importance of that but when i'm practicing at work yes it has its own beauty and another uh, very uplifting moment for me very motivating in 91 i think when the super specialty hospital and the airport were both parallelly they were under construction yes during i the think airport happened because of the hospital correct correct <laughs> they're like complement correct each other yeah. kind of thing so i think during holiday swami's before swami's birthday or after swami's birthday i don't recall the timeline there was 10 days holidays i guess for correct the dasara holidays dasara holidays correct and all the boys were uh, in the veranda and mm-hmm. we were asking swami holidays ipudu maak kuda seva bhagyam ivandi oh, meaning give us the chance to serve give us the chance to serve in the hospital you know how boys will pester swami right mm-hmm. with all full uh, combined voice and mm-hmm. swami will be enjoying that you know mm-hmm. he will be going back and mm-hmm. forth he will looking are he told meer cheyaleru akada kashtam he told it is tough you boys cannot do that then you know serious work yeah yeah it is it is very we did not realize but with all that enthusiasm and uh, vigor and we told no swami we will do no swami will do please give mm-hmm. after some time he told okay manchidi cheyandi so then we swami arranged some buses institute buses i think three or four buses we got onto the bus and went to the super specialty building when we went when as we are going to the super specialty hospital the dome was not visible mm-hmm. it was all constructed but dome was not mm-hmm. visible in front of the hospital there's like maybe like 20 feet i'm just saying height worth of bricks concrete mm-hmm. bricks were lying from end to end of that hospital can you imagine that mm-hmm. 20 feet and that width maybe like i don't recall how the thick of construction yeah yeah the mm-hmm. concrete uh, blocks our job is to clear all that because oh. in two days <laughs> hospital is being inaugurated we all got up got down the bus and somebody told voice the job that swami gave is to clear up this uh, brick so that you know hospital is visible oh man this is we don't know <laughs> you're like a dumb found there that is not what we expected so anyways we were provided hand gloves okay. so that you know while lifting the concrete bricks our hand is secured but the bricks were pretty heavy those mm. are concrete bricks mm. maybe like uh, 10 pounds maybe mm. i don't know but it was quite heavy so mm. we have to lift that brick put it in a cart and once the cart is filled another brother will take that cart and uh, you know put it it's like assembly line there is yes. a way a mechanism we have set is all manual yes there is no mechanized way to uh, shift the bricks so it was a pretty hectic job first day we did it and the hand gloves that they gave us you know wear and tear right so it's tearing and we are not using a new pair of gloves first day it so happened that all my fingers it just not for me other boys also we had bruises on our uh, okay. fingers because it's you know concrete block yes. it chips off the skin and we go to the hostel and uh, we during uh, dinner time when i'm dipping my fingers in the food to eat it's burning oh okay and it was very painful mm-hmm. and it was very hard the first day and the second day second day evening to our surprise i mean swami used to come but that evening he was not expected to come but he came when swami comes you know you see the joy in the boys and they run behind swami's car to the hospital to the hospital 
and he stopped right in the front of the hospital where uh, we were offloading the bricks from that there was a lot of rubble on the ground so i'm very casually walking on the rubble nothing you know we wear footwear for him just walking on the rubble even with footwear we have trouble there because yes. the construction site right mm. as swami is walking all the boys who are there you know we want to fold our hands and stand uh, reverentially it's an opportunity as swami is walking he's touching the boys like this like you know we are folding our hands like this and is brushing and oh, going so his hands are touching all the boys hands right on the both sides on both sides and boys are standing with folded hands folded hands as he touched the cuts the bruises are gone just like that oh instantly That's my experience oh, okay. that is something i've not realized that they have gone with that excitement i'm lifting brakes mm. and i come back to the hostel for dinner that's when i realized hands are fine now hands are clean it's oh. not paining that is something uh, brother this swami says you take one step i'll take 100 steps with that excitement with that intense desire that we want to contribute something for this uh, huge project that swami is uh, involved and we want to do something like our own like a squirrel and see the reward that swami gives unasked so if you have that intensity to do his work even if there are challenges he will clear them he will yeah. dissolve them absolutely brother this is something it is extremely motivating for me because this is one life lesson for me the current lifestyle i have with all this my work and uh, other uh, aspects and other responsibilities in swami's organization my work schedule is pretty hectic like many you know, times there are bruises very <laughs> many bruises many bruises challenges <laughs> but he makes it effortless painless he will give us the test no doubt i'm not saying it will be easy but he will take us when you know he says to hang a picture a photo frame on the wall he will shake the nail whether it is to make sure the nail is secure or not yes likewise before he showers his grace he'll make sure that we are prepared to receive that uh, grace this lesson like you know when you have that intense desire love for doing this seva come what may obstacles are there it's not that uh, it's it meant smooth, to be there meant to be there <laughs> meant to be there and that's when he gives that strength it happens you know at the end of the day you are that work that you feel that cannot be done will be automatically done how don't know yeah. but that's the fragrance I mean, of his magic his. can happen at any time just like the bruises disappeared <laughs> exactly exactly you know that is the fragrance of his grace yes there are many brother you know uh, those are some things i have uh, applied in my day to day life the way swami has touched so many students during this day yeah absolutely and i think anybody has gone through the system and who have had the chance to be with swami cannot be untouched by exactly. his overpowering love in some way or the other you know there will be something that uh, will be sown in your heart and it will continue to steer your life it will continue to guide you and it's really amazing you know that is uh, the beauty of swami so each of us have a very unique connection he established that one to one connection is no one connection uh, it's not common it's very unique that's Absolutely. how he pulls us yes yes, yes. <laughs> that is the beauty of uh, god in your life right everyone feels he is mine right. and he is indeed very uniquely yours <laughs> right 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 absolutely absolutely so yeah. that is one you know aspect of other aspect of swami i've noticed i mean experienced 
this is again an experience in brindavan all the boys during holidays we don't go home brindavan is another place where we would not want to miss swami for a single second correct any opportunity we want to you know be around him and enjoy that so one such holidays boys stayed back and never uh, went home that was i think uh, during diwali time swami told you boys are uh, not going home your parents would have really enjoyed your presence had you gone mm. and mm. given all those uh, love sweets and uh, yes. diwali right it's mm. festival because of you chose to be here i'll take care of you he said so what he did was this is one lesson i wanted to tell is next to his swami's chair his there is a study table kind of thing on the table he has all the letters and he picks up one letter and he asks the boys what is in the letter we don't uh, know and the another lesson that i picked up uh, from swami is when he is asking a question it's better to be mute because the moment we open our mouth we are exhibiting our ignorance there yes and uh, always swami has uh, his own uh, leela to which is ready to unfold so sometimes it's better to be mute yes. and say swami if he asks just fold hands and say sairam or <laughs> whatever somehow don't open the mouth <laughs> yes it'll land into trouble so he opens that uh, anulak and he says this is a life lesson right he tells what the contents in that letter and he will tear it off i don't want this let's say huge value is there in that mm-hmm. oh doesn't want to take it oh he says naaku meeru prema toti okka rupaichina teeskuntani he said you have to give with love and with righteousness even if you give one rupee that's that is enough for me enough for me is not approving of the money that somebody has given him in the envelope it was a huge he said he told us the amount uh, mm-hmm. somebody that has uh, you know given to the trust but he just tore it tore it and he asked uh, you, do you know the value we don't know he mm-hmm. told the value and he showed the torn part a piece to all of us meeru swami ki prema toti ivali see that is something whatever Small. you give to the lord it has to be pure it has to be full of love full of love doesn't matter what it is there is something uh, the know, quality there is more important the quality there is uh, extremely extremely important and uh, so those are some memorable events and one such event after swami's uh, that kind of sambhashan with all the boys Swami will go inside the Thrivrundan. There's a small room where he keeps all the prasadam trays there. Yes. And uh, he would ask two or three boys to come inside and uh, you know take the trays and give the prasadam to everybody. One such occasion, I was given that uh, opportunity. I went inside uh, the small room. Actually, it is very tiny room. Two or three boys and Swami. That's pretty much. And Swami's hair is right on your uh, face. That close proximity. So while I was bending, there was one locket that uh, came out. Swami saw that. He asked Yavri uh, Chiradi, "Tell who gave you that which Swami gave me uh, when I was a child?" Mm-hmm. I told Swami, "Mere ichindey." I told, I "Told ne ni chena." A model apis and a puro apis and I am not giving now. He said, "I had only given that, but there is an old model." <laughs> old model. Mm-hmm. I stopped giving. He said, "Show me." He said. So I was uh, struggling to take I took it out and gave that time he said idi paatha model again he said I stopped giving this okay come tomorrow he said mm-hmm. then next day we sat in the uh, the same tribe brindavan he asked me chupi uh, locket chupi he said 
I have uh, beautiful pictures of those. Mm-hmm. Swami held the locket like this. There, he showed everybody that locket due to wear and tear. It became like you know blank sheet, like you know. Okay. The metal what, what, that. What was the image? The image one side the Swami and mm-hmm. the other side Shirdi Baba. But it has now sort of had uh, faded away. Nothing was there. Oh. Okay. It's like uh, like you know if you see that uh, metal. when the coating on that metal is gone it's like a sheet of uh, aluminum or whatever mm. that kind of there's no swami's image nobody would see that there is yeah. that was uh, a locket of swami and shirdi baba but he recognized that mm. when i <laughs> bent he held that locket in air like this and blew it three times it was silver no it was gold it is gold okay so it uh, became gold and on either side uh, swami's there was a metal plate of swami and the metal plate of shirdi baba okay they okay. became brand new oh wow <laughs> and when he gave that locket to me it is like warm oh and he told ipde teeskochanu oh <laughs> meaning you must have got it done right from mm-hmm. uh, you know goldsmith kind of thing mm-hmm. it was warm in my hands petko mm-hmm. petko mm-hmm. then he told swami degirku vaste swami edaina chestaru meer eppudu doubt cheyaddu meaning he told never doubt him edaina chestaru imagine a metal swami i am using the word metal mm-hmm. but that is a locket mm-hmm. which swami held and he blew it three times like oof oof he did see these are some things at times when in my life when i hit a roadblock in making a decision i don't know where to go when my buddhi or my intellect is not really my no discrimination is not up to the mark that's where i submit mm. swami told edaina chestaru swami provided you fall at him you just submit yourself wholeheartedly that's when when i hit that roadblock not able to make a decision i just write in a small piece of paper and submit at swami's feet that's done i get an answer somehow maybe the following day or whatever it is that's the best answer or the best solution to the situation Sidearm you just heard an episode of our ongoing series fleeting moments lasting memories and today we had Mr Sai Shravan Cherukuri a former student of the Sri Satyasai Institute of Higher Learning presently based in the United States of America this was recorded in the studios of the Sri Satyasai Media Center in April 2021 you just heard the first part of this conversation Dear listener, you can send us your feedback either by email or WhatsApp. Our email ID is listener at sssmediacenter.org, and our WhatsApp number is nine three nine three two five eight two five eight. Thank you, and Jay Sairam.